Hello, welcome to this episode of the Stuttering is Cool podcast. My name is Daniele Rossi. You can also call me Danny since my first name tends to be a little, little, little difficult to say, just like that word <laughs> uh, for English speakers, even the fluent ones. It's, a, it's an Italian name, so feel free to call me Dan. Danny. I'm coming to you as per usual uh, from Toronto in Canada and on this episode you will be joining me as I chat with two good friends one in Iceland one in Texas in the unit in the United States um, as we chat about a very uh, various top top topics most notably the upcoming International World Congress <laughs> Uh, it's a great conference that's going to be coming up in Iceland next uh, June. Iceland2019.com is the website for all the details. We'll also be talking about how the three of us met and our experiences um, uh, in meeting in another staring conference in Europe a few years ago. And the National Stuttering Association will all, conference will also be discussed. Yeah, man, I love stuttering conferences. We begin by doing what, what we enjoy the most, going around the room and introducing our, our, ourselves. Absolutely. Okay, well, since you spoke first, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, I am Douglas Scott. I am from Houston, Texas. I have been involved in the stuttering community now for over 30 years. I first joined the National Stuttering as Association in 1985. Uh, I have been a chapter leader. I am a currently a, a stutter s- a social host, Thank and I host you. every other Thursday night. Full disclosure: I'm a co-founder of Stutter Social, and for and if you don't and if you haven't heard of Stutter Social, it's online group video chats. We have what four, four or five per week, regular s- chats per week that we have. Yes. Yeah, and it uh, we have up to ten people who stutter from all over the world, so it's quite the experience. And we, and we first started in two thousand eleven. So I can't do the quick math in my head, but that's where my my second guest comes in. I think he works with n- n- numbers for his job. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, Orne Birgisson. I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland. I've been involved in the stuttering community since uh, 90, 1999, so since last century. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a conference junkie. I love uh, attending uh, stuttering conferences, and I've been to over 20, and wow. I'm the main organizer of the ISA World Congress, which will be held in Iceland next summer. That's right. I can't wait. The clock was ticking since the minute that they announced it for me. (laughs) So that's cool. Well, here's a bit of a context for the listeners. Um, I met Arnie Arnie and Doug. Pretty much 2016. I know we chatted before Doug, before then, at other NSA conferences. And like you, Arnie, I'm a conference junkie. I love that term. I love that term. 
Um, so we got to know each other in 2016, in the summer 2016, we went to um, a conference, starring conference called the Nordic Starring Seminar. Uh, I've talked about it before on this podcast. Uh, at that year, it took place in Finland with an optional two days, was it, was it two days, two, three day trip to Estonia, the neighboring um, Estonia and in their capital, Tallinn. And um, yeah, so I thought it would be fun to have a bit of a reunion uh, for this episode. And um, I have no topic at all. <laughs> but since you've already mentioned it, uh, Arnie, tell us about the Iceland conference that's going to take place next June. Well, it will be f- fun. <laughs> I'm uh, glad to hear. Yeah, we have already decided on the three main key speakers, which are three great women. Uh, Anita Bloom from Sweden, Ina Kji from USA, and uh, Johanna Einarsdóttir, which is uh, uh, from Iceland. So I'm really excited to um, hear their present presentations. Uh, we have called for papers open until December 15th, and we are getting in really great applications. Um, yeah, and the theme of the Congress is Embrace Your Stutter. So it's a yeah, really positive theme in my opinion. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we are going to work around that and uh, my aim is to create similar uh, conference, similar atmosphere as in the Nordic conferences. It, 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 it will be maximum 200 people, so it will be quite, quite small uh, and uh, it will be held in a beautiful small town with only 1,000 people living there. So, and really beautiful surroundings. So, you, you just uh, have to join to see it. I, I saw, I looked up online uh, that the the town, and it actually has, if I understood, if I understood correctly, um, a stream running right through it, a river. And it's hot springs. I've never seen that before. I mean, even when I went to Iceland uh, two years ago, um, where you know we're part of the the circle tour, this the, um, the golden circle tour. Oh my gosh, I'm already yeah. forgetting. Um, you know, you're seeing geysers and all that stuff, and I just thought, whoa, I gotta see this. So, uh, yeah, really, really excited, and um, and and I'll be submitting a a proposal too to speak seeing you feel how fast i'll be rejected saying screw you (laughs) (laughs) 
We've had enough of you the last time that you were uh, here, <laughs> being the biggest tourist, bringing an um, umbrella to Iceland. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the only tourist who, who had an umbrella. Just saying. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Doug. Yes. Um, I have no follow-up <laughs> to the Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad. Okay. This is all uh, okay. free flow. Well, so actually, you're planning to attend? Actually, I was going to uh, ask. Yes, I do plan on attending the Iceland uh, a World Congress. Yes. And then Great. you're saying Great. you're going to ask? Um, I was going to actually um, ask um, Arnie. Um, a little bit of about the um, um, stuttering community in um, Iceland. Um, That's a great question. I am so more about um, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> the environment, um, how um, are things there as far as how do you meet? Um, what is the uh, focus of the uh, um, stuttering scene? There is it. Is it more towards acceptance, or is it um, heavily in, into speech therapy, or or a combination thereof? Arnie. Yeah. Excellent question, Doc. Excellent question. Um, we only our um, yeah. We try to meet uh, a, a minimum once a month. In a, we have this thing called coffee house meeting, where everyone is welcome, and we just have a Chat up, up, about Clivant, everything. And uh, that is actually a great way for new people to join and, and, and to just come and meet the regulars. Then we, then we have bigger events uh, two or three times every year. We always have something uh, around October 22nd, the International Stuttering of Wednesday. Then we always have some big event. And uh, then we try to have one or two other e events every year. Uh, our focus is mainly on self-help and uh, acceptance. But we are also in great relationship with the speech and language pathologists. So if people contact us and they usually, when it happens, it's parents who have young children who stutter, they Google it, stuttering, 
pointers and and uh, then we always point them uh, to their local speech pathologists because you, young people they they, they they should always go to therapy ASAP when they start start to stutter but for the but usually the older people they, they have tried therapy and they join us just for the meetings and uh, education so okay nice Nice. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds a lot like the Canadian Stoneness. Yeah. Um, again, Our as a uh, yeah. person who uh, has, yeah. Um, as a person um, myself. Um, who has been involved uh, here in the USA um, when I had a chance to um, uh, travel to the Nordic um, Stammering uh, Conference. It was uh, a welcome change, uh, <laughs> in fact. Um, over there, I found, um, oh, I did not feel as much of a... Uh, focus on being fluent, um, and I felt uh, more of an embracing of uh, uh, the person uh, themselves, the whole person, and, and there was a more of an ex acceptance of, of your stutter. And I found it to be uh, warm. Um, it was extremely friendly. Also, I found that there was more of a focus of doing things outdoors and, and enjoying the uh, beautiful nature uh, there. So it was, it was a, um, you know, huge experience for me. I mean, it's one that I will, um, Never forget. It was an awesome uh, trip. Are the Nordic stuttering seminars a lot like that? From what I remember being told before flying uh, to the Finnish one, which was my only Nord Nord Nordic that I went to, that each uh, country, so every year it's hosted by a different country in Northern Europe. And because of that, um, it's there's actually a different feel for each uh, for each year. Every, every year is slightly different. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it is. We uh, currently there are six countries uh, who are hosting it. It's Iceland, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Finland, and Estonia. So yes, so so. For example, Iceland hosts it uh, every six years, and, and we have our 
focus. We have mm-hmm. things we, we 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 want people to experience. So so that's Iceland and then you try the conference in Sweden and uh, they have their focus. So in order to experience the, the Nordic conferences as a whole, you have to try one in every country. So you have only five left. Yeah, no, yeah, and, uh, and uh, I, can, I mean, I can also tell you that, uh, I mean, I went to my first NSA conference last year in, C- in Chicago, and uh, I've been to probably 16 or 17 Nordic conferences where, wow. uh, where we have usually between 50 and 80 people at, at attending, <laughs> so that... So, so they are really small. When you have been there three times, you know half of, half of the people who are who are attending because usually at least half of them are regulars and the other half are locals or mm-hmm. newcomers. So it it just becomes uh, yearly re. re- union with friends and even when you are coming in for the first time you are you, you are always welcome to join in and and no one is left out so i really closed it and after uh, close Years of uh, experience with the Nordics, I I joined the uh, NSA conference last year. One thousand people <laughs> in big uh, hotel, really overwhelming. But wow, the organization it was so perfect. I mean, it's I, I mean hosting event of fifty. People is actually hard, but 1,000 people and it and everything went like well-oiled machine. So I really loved it and and also people are so friendly and uh, when you are newcomer in, in, in the NSA conference. You, 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 you are always meeting new people and everyone shows great interest in you are ready to, to chat, hang out. So I will definitely uh, join the NSA conference again, hopefully in 2020. I was laughing back there because you were talking about you know, going to the Nordics of 50 people and then <laughs> boom, a thousand <laughs> to the NSA. But you've hit the nail on the head. I felt so welcomed when I was there and I did get that vibe of, wow, these are old friends. And Anita told me, um, if I if I understood her correctly, um, uh, that you all, that the majority of the regulars 
knew each other since you were kids going to the summer camps for kids who stutter yep. across Europe. Could you talk a bit about those camps? And I believe they're from ELSA, E-L-S-A, try saying that five times fast. <laughs> yeah, the, the ELSA youth comes for people who stutter. They have been held every two or three years since, I think the first one was in 93. I joined it in 2001, and then I again in 2003 or four, and it was really a life-changing experience for me. It was so, I mean, it's really, really hard to explain how or why, but it totally changed my life and my approach to stuttering. It, it was clear, yeah, it was uh, at this meeting where I started to realize it. It is fine to stutter. I mean, it's it's just part of you. So please just accept it and keep on. How old? How old were you at that time? I was uh, 23 at the first one, and those camps are, are for people from 18 to 27. Ah, okay. For some reason, I thought they were 11 years old <laughs> and before. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, nice. Yes, yeah. Arnie, um, so as a, as a person who um, um, stutters, um, did you engage in any um, speech therapy? Um, how, how did your parents handle that? Do you have, have any siblings who also stutter? How was that handling all of uh, those um, type of situations? Well, yeah, I attended speech therapy from uh, I was seven until 12, and then again from 17 until 20. So, yeah, so I attended many years of speech therapy. Uh, I don't have any family member who stutters, no one. And I was actually quite clucky with my friends and family because I don't remember to have been bullied ever. It was rather that people started to, to pro, protect me instead of bullying me when I was a kid. So I was oh, wow. really lucky in that sense. Oh, I envy you. <laughs> My past self envies you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and, uh, Arne, um, I um, am also married and I have kids. When um, I was um, 
younger, I used to have um, a lot uh, uh, of concern about um, stuttering around my kids and whether or not I would uh, pass on my a stutter to my two sons. Um, did you have any concerns with uh, passing on stuttering to your kids? Yeah, of course. I, I mean, it, it is. It it it, uh, it has been proven uh, that stuttering runs in family. So, of course, I was concerned about it, but neither of of them stutters to today. So, yeah. But um, I mean, you can always worry about everything. I mean, and uh, worrying about things that you can't control, it's it's just a waste of time. You should just always keep on staying positive and whatever happens, happens. And you just have to deal with it when and if it happens. And Interesting. That goes, yes, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that goes for anything in life, really. Yeah. Really. yeah. Doug? Doug? <laughs> I think I think there's a leg. Did he? Yes, I was just going to say. Oh, there he is. Sounded <laughs> as um, as. Yeah, you able to hear me? Uh, you're cutting out. Okay, try again. Okay, bummer. <laughs> oh, you able to hear me better? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, you able to hear me? Yep, okay. I can. Yep. Um, what I was going to say, um, it sounded, and I was, are you able to hear me? Okay. I'm yeah. talking. Yep. Looks like there is uh, a leg. Um, okay. Um, so I was wondering. <laughs> the irony. Uh, I was wondering, yeah, you know, because you said something about. Well, um, so are you able to hear me? Yep. Yes. Keep on. <laughs> Hello. 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 I don't think you can hear us. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Okay. I can hear everyone, but I'm not sure you all can hear me. Yep. Yep, we can. Yep. I just typed okay. in our chat if you can hear. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. So, so I was going to I was going to ask uh, um, Arnie because he mentioned something about we should uh, just do the best I can or you know with our speech. So I was wondering um, if he feels that folks who engage in uh, Fluency techniques. How does he feel about that? No, I, I mean, I think it think it's excellent. I yeah. mean, I, 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 I mean, there are so many ways to deal with things. I mean, uh, and 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 uh, actually, it is 
also really different how people feel about their stuttering. I mean, lots of people hate it. They, they, they yeah. just want to uh, get rid of the, the stuttering by any means possible, while others, they just uh, accept it and, uh, and uh, don't want to participate in, in therapy. So, I, I mean, people should always try what they think is best and, 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 and uh, some things will work for you, other things will work for me. So, I mean, you, you, you should always just do what you think is best for you. Agreed. I know in the beginning, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been podcasting since November 2007. And wow. in the beginning, uh, the first few episodes, first number of episodes, I was really gung-ho, you know, acceptance, stutter openly, this and this. And now over the years, I mean, I was new to the stuttering community, the whole stuttering world. So now, um, you know, now I kind of have that same uh, philosophy. Hey, whatever, whatever works for you um, is the way to go. There are consequences, but whatever works for you, the consequence for both. For both, and they're not necessarily bad cons consequences or anything that's going to cause the earth to swallow you up, or you know, things. Not. Yeah, maybe in Iceland right. a volcano might erupt, but it's all good. It's good. <laughs> it's good for the tourism. So, you know. yeah, but it's not going to be because you stuttered. True. So. <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing about it. Yeah, but right. yeah, you know, <laughs> it's gonna cause I a volcano too, to explode, and all the flights in Europe are gonna be grounded because you stuttered, or you use a speech tool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as I too have uh, you know sort of learned a lot from uh, being involved with uh, stuttering, um, and. You know, talking to a lot of different people with a lot of different um, degrees or levels of stuttering. And um, there are s some uh, things that are common, uh, but then there are so many more things uh, or variables in how uh, I was stuttering. So True. I, I, you know, to agree that there is no one uh, rule or one way to, you know, deal with stuttering. Um, and I think um, there's a term that has um, started to develop here, and it's that we are all engaged in our own um, stuttering journey. Yeah and um, how we uh, navigate that uh, journey can be different. And that journey brought me to all over the United States, thanks to Doug, and I'll get, that, I'll get to that shortly. 
brought me to Iceland, to Finland, Estonia, Canada. <laughs> but I live here. Doug. Yes. Fun fact. Doug is the one. You were in pretty involved in the NSA way back, like like mean, mean, meaning the organizing and all that stuff or the influencing. I was. Yes, you I was. You know what I'm talking about. Would you like to know. share? Would you like to brag a bit? <laughs> well, I, I would like to give you a little bit of of a, a little part that I played in Just the... a tiny, um, insignificant part. Right. <laughs> um, as I said... As I, um, as I said before, I first joined the organization in 1985. And actually at that particular time, I was a pretty um, severe stutterer. Um, and the type of stutter that I have was uh, silent blocks. I also had a lot of shame and embarrassment and all of those things. And also at that time, I did not accept my stuttering. I was still on that thing that I could quash it. I could, I could get rid of my stuttering. Yeah. Anyway, so I you know, met a guy named John Albach. Um, he had come to a conference or something, and he spoke. And I saw him stutter, you know, freely. There was no trying to control it, but there was no embarrassment. There was no shame. He truly spoke. He had, you know. It was exciting. It was interesting. And he truly told us and he truly, you know, showed me that you should not be ashamed of your stuttering and that you need to own it. And that basically changed my life. And so I joined the organization. Uh, we had a small little um, community of folks who stuttered here in Houston. And we uh, joined the um, NSP, National Stuttering mm project at the time. And it was about 10 of us went to our first um, NSP conference. It was in, in California and it was in uh, San Francisco and that was in 1986. Uh, it was an awesome experience. It was a small conference. It was actually uh, roughly the same size as, as the Nordic. Mm. Um, conferences are. It was around about 65 to 75 people and it was held in a church um, and it was a day and a half long. I was just, I mean, so thrilled with the meeting and excited and everything. Of course, I was young. I was approximately 23 years old at the time, probably something like that. And then so I was excited, headed back home, um, you know, kept in contact with John and, and I went to the um, next conference. And then I started hearing John and, and some others talk about, we want to build this movement that's going to be a national group. And that the goal of this community was to reach every single person, their family and friends, and all those who care about them, to let them know that if you stutter, you're not alone. And that was a powerful statement to me at the time. And I was just like, wow, this is awesome. Because if I had this organization when I was a kid, there would be so many things that I would not have had to endure, so many struggles and heartache and pain. So I started to thinking, I was a business person and I was saying, well, if we're gonna be a national group, we're gonna have this annual meeting, then 
we need to start to you know model our annual meeting like any other uh, national organization does. Whereas they have an annual meeting and you come from all over the country, you get together and every year that particular meeting is, is at a different site all the way throughout the country. Whereas prior to that, all of the uh, previous ones were all in California and it was Northern California. Um, and so I said, well, let's do something different. Let's you know, move it out of California and let's you know, move it down to Texas, down to Houston, and then start to move it to various uh, cities uh, throughout the country. Of course, that was kind of like a, a shock to everybody because again, <laughs> there was no uh, built-in um, structure for having a national conference that was not in San Francisco. Mm. Uh, because at that time, there was only one person who was really uh, doing all of the work and he was doing it on a part-time basis. Um, so, but I had called John, I spoke to him on the phone. I gave him this idea and he said, okay, well, I mean, that's interesting. Um, and I said, okay, John, I'm gonna talk to the, um, uh, folks who are a part of the, um, Houston chapter. And of course that was very, very difficult because they all thought I was crazy because they all thought, you know, no one is going to come to you. It's too hot. You know, oh, Danielle, yeah, they're always Houston. complaining. No one is going to come to Houston. It's too hot. Are you crazy, Doug? There isn't anything to do. It's boring and all of this. And stuff. almost 40 years later, they're going to Fort Lauderdale in July. They're going to hot places on a regular the, basis. Uh, you know, Scottsdale, like, Arizona. Exactly. Uh, Scottsdale twice, Dallas, uh, Atlanta. Um, and I said, okay. I said, guys, right, don't be concerned. So we started that. It was the first time it was outside of California, but I also added this other thing. That was the first time we had it in a hotel um, oh, that's right. as well. And I did the hotel because, you know, yes, I know it's hot, but if it's in the hotel, it's not going to be as hot. <laughs> so that's how it started. That's how it started. Wow. And then one the NSA other... owes a lot to you. And then there were two other things added <laughs> that are still going on today. Um, we added the silent auction. We added mm. the a live auction as well. From 1987? It was 1988 is when we added. Wow. They had the silent uh, uh, auction going, I believe. It was a, a small thing. We expanded that. Oh, man. We, it that, just hit me now. A silent auction at a stuttering conference. <laughs> After exactly. seven conferences, now I... Sorry, go ahead. Right. <laughs> I just wanted exactly. to say that. Which is, which is, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, because, oh you know, because we all started. So it was easy to go up to a place and write uh, your number. So okay. again, on top of that, now we I decided like to add, add a, a, um, a live auction. And the reason that I added that was because, you know, as again, I was thinking about national scope and funding and trying to reach everyone who stutters. We needed to turn that annual meeting since we had all of these people come together into a major fundraiser. And one way to do that was to add the 
live auction. And as I mean, you know, today that had turned into a huge, huge, major uh, fundraiser for the organization today. And so that was that story. So I got to go to Cleveland. I got to go to Baltimore for some reason. Yep. Washington. No, 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 no. Baltimore turned out to be a great city. Uh, Washington. Don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. 40. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. And so. Thank you. Every. Thank you. I yeah. got to travel a, lo- a lot. You're welcome. You're welcome. And again, it, it was, it was, you know, something that was kind of crazy, you know, way back in the day. But now mm. it just it only makes sense yeah. to travel throughout the country and, you know, give the folks an opportunity to um, attend a conference instead of having to travel all the way to California, which can be costly if it's in your particular area, uh, drive in, you don't have to fly in as far. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, hoping for the day. For the NSA to hey it rhymes to make it back to Buffalo because that's just an hour away, <laughs> an hour and a half exactly. drive for me. <laughs> Drive a car yes. down, it's just price of gas. <laughs> you know? Exactly. In fact, I was at the uh, Buffalo conference. Oh, uh, that was in the nineties, I believe, because eighty-eight. Yeah, it was probably yeah. nineteen eighty-nine or ninety. In fact, and I had one of my uh, kids there at the time, so I was I was oh, there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was Ni- young in those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Niagara Falls would be another great spot in my brain. Um, oh, absolutely. Because you have the U.S. Wow. side and you have the Canadian side. You know, you just walk a, over the was. bridge. <laughs> it was, and, and in fact, again, I mean, that was a there was a wonderful conference. Yeah, it was a wonderful conference oh. there. In fact, and I had a chance to go to Canada for the very first time, so it was it was awesome. Yeah, well, you could, well, you got to come back. I will. Arnie, have you ever been to Canada? I don't think you have. No. No? You got to come. <laughs> Next year, I promise. Okay, good. <laughs> now we're at the 40-minute mark. Um, is there anything else either of you would like to share? This has been a great conversa- conversation. I'll take that as a no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just realized, no. wait, we need time to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's the trouble of going from the fluent world out, outside and then the bubble of a stuttering world when you're talking to your fellow stutterers. Go ahead. Sorry. You were saying. <laughs> I, uh, I just wanted to thank you for, for uh, offering me to join your podcast. It's it's been a pleasure and uh, hope you will invite me again some some other day next I year well yeah next uh, oh yeah it's like three weeks from now <laughs> yeah <laughs> as we record this on december 4th 2018 to put a time stamp <laughs> yes uh danielle i too would like to um Thank you for um, asking me. I mean, I was one of the last, last you know, people in the world. I mean, everybody else has been on, but you know, I was the last. You've never to be been asked. on. I've never been on your podcast, uh, but I am glad 
even though I was the last one to be invited, I am glad to be on your podcast. So, you know, thank last you. Thank you very least. much. <laughs> last but not least. Oh, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> He's going to throw me down a volcano in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> And that was my conversation with Arni and Doug, two great friends of, 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 of mine who I've made being active in the stirring community. So I hope this episode, like the majority of my episodes that I talk about and I advise and I encourage uh, to go out and meet others who stutter, hang out with them. Um, if you can't meet anybody in your immediate geographical area, the next best thing, of course, is online. And we've mentioned Stutter Social. That's the next best thing than text chats because you're actually chatting face-to-face. It's on video. Um, however, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Details at stuttersocial.com. Now, this episode has been brought to you by The Stuttering is Cool Book, a book that I... Uh, wrote myself and drew there are comics about stuttering featuring Frankie Banky, a stuttering fox cartoon character that I created and he's the character that graces the artwork for this podcast uh, it's full of my stuttering survival tips and tricks uh, a book to um, you know change your perspective uh, towards your starting to more opt um um What's the word? Optimistic. I keep thinking optimized. <laughs> Encouraging the benefits of taking steps out of your comfort zone. In fact, attending the Nordic seminar in Finland was actually one of my many steps out of my comfort zone because I went there without knowing anybody, you know, except maybe one or two people. And um, as Doug mentioned, he had registered at the last minute. And I knew nothing about Finland, nothing about Estonia, nothing about Iceland. I just went. So, and I grew because of it. And now I'm eager to go back. And yeah, so I hope you will take steps out of your comfort zone and order my book. <laughs> Details at stutteringiscool.com. I also have other merchandise as well, stuttering awareness buttons and some funny comic posters featuring Frankie Banky. So please stay subscribed um, or please consider subscribing <laughs> if you haven't already done so. And uh, please do consider uh, liking my this the Stuttering School Facebook page. There's also a Stutter Social page too. Um, if you're on Twitter, I'm StutterDude on Twitter. If you're on Instagram, I'm at HeyFrankieBanky. If you want to submit audio onto this show, I will be more than happy to play in fact i encourage you also to send audio uh, coolstutter at gmail.com and i'll play it on my next episode we'll say what three four minutes and well until next time may your may your stuttering always be with confidence and in good company <laughs> ciao Okay, so I just shut off the recording. We were, I don't know, just uh, hanging out. And then <laughs> I asked, there's a bunch of bottles. Uh, I can see through Arnie's video. A lot of bottles there. Oh, do you collect bottles? No, they are more mementos from your life. And he pulls up one and...
That is awesome. And did you sell the beer in the stores? Did it go nationwide or was it just for the conference? No, no. It was only for a conference and uh, and as a gift to all who attended. Oh, wow. See, it's interesting because I, well, a friend of mine at my first NSA conference, I asked him, create a drink, an alcoholic drink called Stutter Teeny. And then we made a non-alcoholic drink, the Stutter Up. <laughs> so it's cool. Now there's a beer, an Icelandic beer. Will it ever be made again? I would love to try it, even though I'm not a beer drinker. But <laughs> what a cool idea. Actually, well, uh, actually, we have this conference in Iceland next summer. So That's who right. knows? <laughs> That's right.